street epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. You can learn more about street epistemology at streetepistemology.com. Um, this is a kind of a personal project slash hobby um, known as Street Epistemology. And uh, I have a YouTube channel where I upload interviews that I do with people on the topic of epistemology. And, yeah, yeah. But, so epistemology, <laughs> it's a philosophical field of, that, that deals with knowledge claims. And so it deals with like the how question of how somebody arrived at whatever beliefs they hold to. Okay. And so, okay. so I, I like to ask people about some belief they hold to and ask you questions with like how questions how did you get there type okay. type of stuff okay does that sound good yeah okay sure. um what's your name victoria okay victoria nice to meet you my name's raul nice. Ooh, i like that name <laughs> thanks all right so victoria so can can you identify some belief you hold to i talk to people about all types of stuff just to give you some examples um god beliefs political beliefs supernatural claims paranormal beliefs um just anything at all just something that you're fairly certain of and that um, uh, is kind of foundational for you. Okay. Well, yeah, definitely would be um, a belief in the Judeo-Christian God. Okay. Um, and what, what specifically? Just that that He exists, or um, not only that He exists, but that He is good and, and intimately involved in our lives, and that the Creator of everything, um, and that He is a, a Trinity um, of God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. Okay. So you believe in the Judeo-Christian God, that he's good, that he's involved with everything, mm -hmm. that he's created everything, mm -hmm. um, and that he's a trinity. Maybe we can pick one of those okay. to kind of focus on. So those, those sure, are the four. Okay. Um, let's say that God, God, the first one you mentioned is that you said he's good. He's good. You, we talk about that. Okay. So God, yeah. the claim that God is good. So why do you think that God is, is good? Um, from my personal experiences with him, so um, I, I I had a really really hard time for most of my life wrapping my head around there being one God and him him being good because there is so much evil in the world and pain and suffering and all those things. Um, but when I, I had a I had a moment where I was. I was sitting in church and I was very angry about being there. Um, and this girl on the worship team said, made a reference to a TV show that I had been binge watching. And um, the reference just was, was really personal. And it was something that I had been uh, thinking about and wanting and, and talking to God about, but in the sense that I didn't think that anyone was listening, you know? Mm -hmm. um, I felt like more, I was just more talking to myself or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, I responded to that by like asking for prayer or whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, that was the moment I had someone come and I never, I'd been, never been at this church before. I'd never met any of these people before. And they were, they were telling me things about, about my life and my experiences that they could not have otherwise known. Mm -hmm. um, and one guy told me that, um, that moment was my moment to accept God for myself um, because he saw a vision of an ivy needle of re like old religion being force fed into my arm my whole life. Mm -hmm. um, 
and God was telling him that that was my moment to accept it. And so I did, and from that moment forward, um, just in a sense of like being conscious of him there and his presence and the fact that he was wanted to pursue me and, and, and reach me and show me that he was real, mm-hmm. um, brought me into more experiences of, of where he's done good things. He's shown me things about people. I was able to help them and speak encouragement to them and, mm-hmm. um, heal me of a mental disorder and, um, things along those lines. Okay. So it's been very supernatural experiences. Um, and I mean, I know a lot of, there's a lot of different arguments against them, but as far as the how, it's just simply my personal okay. experience. So you had this personal experience where uh, you were struggling with the idea of suffering in the world. And one time you were in church, kind of angry, and somebody made a reference to a show that you happened to have been watching. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, people there mentioned uh, a bunch of stuff about you that otherwise they wouldn't have known. Mm-hmm. Um, and somebody invited you to accept God into your life. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, is there any personal experience that you think would lead somebody to the conclusion, to the opposite conclusion? So if, if personal experience for you um, led you to, therefore, God is good, is it possible for the same uh, methodology, so to speak, of, of personal experience mm-hmm. to lead somebody to the opposite conclusion? Yeah, because I was totally on the opposite conclusion before that. I, um, I had experiences where I was having panic attacks, and I would ask, you know, like, oh, you don't make it stop. Didn't stop right away, or things such as that, or just seeing a person in your family die, or um, you know, not feeling like your prayers are answered, or or that um, if there was anything out there, he's uninvolved. That was my my attitude before these things. So I definitely could see that. Okay, so how do we determine which personal experience um, is leading to the right conclusion? If, if one person, in your case, has a personal experience that God is good, and then another person has um, also personal experience, this time that God is not good, how do we know which personal experience to, to trust as leading to the, the right conclusion? You don't. <laughs> I'm not going to pretend like I have an answer. Um, it's just the concept of faith, I suppose, and trust in and of itself. When we, when we trust another person, there's always um, the sense that they could betray our trust or let mm-hmm. our trust down. So trusting in anything, be it a person, be it a deity, be it your dog, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, they can betray that. So. Okay. Um, and so when, when you say faith, you mean like trust, trusting in God, even when um, your experience maybe doesn't lead you to the conclusion that God is good? Yeah, yeah. Um, I would say that faith is more of, of holding on to a, a belief system even when things um, seemingly contradict hmm. externally um, due to an internal state. Okay. So believing something even though that the evidence seems to contradict it. Yeah, yeah. Is that correct? So, so if, if that's how you're defining faith... I know it sounds irrational. <laughs> well, what I'm wondering is, like, how would somebody come to the conclusion that they're wrong? Like, let's say theoretically, um, you you were wrong about this belief. Let's say mm-hmm. God would. Let's say God existed and He was not good. Mm-hmm. But because you have the attitude of I'm going to hold on to this belief no matter what I see, mm-hmm. is it, I mean, how would 
how would that lead you to the realization that you're actually not correct concerning your belief? I think there would have to be a change in an internal state. Um, because for me at this point, even when things are, uh, although I've had a lot of circumstances on the external to back it up, it's really an, an internal um, state of just equilibrium and and peace and feeling like uh, feeling like God helps me come to conclusions that I can't come to in my rational mind mm -hmm. um, that otherwise I just stay spinning in circles on. Um, and so it's it's really just like this internal dialogue that keeps me there. Mm -hmm. So I guess for it to change, that internal dialogue would have to shift. Mm -hmm. um, and I suppose that an external circumstance could cause that shift, but... Uh, I'm wondering how, how we verify our internal dialogue. And so in your case, your internal dialogue your, is, is like a sense of peace. Mm -hmm. um, how do we verify that our internal dialogue is you know, that it's, that it's leading us to accurate conclusions. Is there a way to verify it at all? Um, yeah, I would, I mean, maybe not 100%, but I would say, at least, at least for me, a good way to, to try to verify your internal dialogue is to spend people who, who support and with, to spend time with people who contradict your internal dialogue. So to have this, uh, variety of, of input and mindsets because um, you know if your if your internal dialogue isn't swayed by others who contradict it but um, rather is more naturally I guess we're all more naturally drawn to people with the same mindset as us so not really a natural drawing to them but just um, has a kind of a steadfastness, I suppose, mm -hmm. and that it would be evidence that you're either really dogmatic or you're on the right track. Yeah, okay. Um, so, so, you're saying the way we would verify whether or not our internal dialogue is leading us to accurate conclusions is by spending time with people, I guess, who disagree with us? Yeah, yeah. And being open-minded to what they say. Mm-hmm. Not spending time with them with the intent of dissuading them, but just the intent of learning from them. I'm wondering if you do that. Let's say you spend time with people who are who have different beliefs than you. Um, how is being open-minded to what they have to say consistent with, like what you said earlier, as far as um, maintaining your belief in spite of the evidence? Like, because if you're maintain if you're determined to maintain your belief in spite of any disconfirming evidence wouldn't like people who disagree with you have just that disconfirming evidence and mm, yeah but then again it comes back to that personal experience thing and okay. as far as um, you know theology goes we have apologetics and people who who dig up that evidence that there is Jesus and he is who he says he is and then mm -hmm. we have arguments on either side so it's such a theoretical thing that I think it's um, for, for a lot of people that I think it's possible to be open to another person's argument and be like yeah you could be right and then go back look at their argument think about their argument maybe think about a counter argument and just kind of introspect and come to that conclusion mm -hmm. so I think it is possible what, what would disconfirm your belief that, that God is good? 
what what would convince you otherwise? Okay. <laughs> I can't. I can't say honestly. Maybe. Um, okay. All right, Victoria. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Street Epistemology is a technique by Dr. Peter Bogosian in his book, A Manual for Creating Atheists, and his Android and iOS app, Atheos.